Uh, well, just a quick, uh, say a quick intro here. So, uh, you know, heading into uh, kind of the, the next phase here, um, as practices uh, change a little bit, uh, both in length and uh, intensity and pads and so forth. So it's a good opportunity for us this week to really work on our fundamentals and, and uh, get used to, um, you know, playing in more, more real football type conditions. So um, looking forward to that. And um, again, a lot of work to do here. We just continue to, you know, build every day. We got a little something new uh that we need to you know add uh, you know be ready to go here by uh hopefully the end of the week and then um you know and then i'll give us a few days next week to um start to prepare for washington so uh that's that's really our schedule here uh, i feel like we you know got off to a uh, you know players are in good condition got off to a decent start last week uh, and then we'll just try to keep stacking days together and you know build it from there good Let's start with uh, Ian Steele, followed by Phil Perry. Morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, Ian. Good. Um, curious about Stefan Gilmore's rehab and if you think he'll be healthy enough to get back out onto the field anytime soon, maybe this week. Uh, yeah, let's keep taking it day by day. It's really pretty much the same situation uh, with a lot of those players. Uh, so uh, just, again, just see how each day goes and if it improves, then we move ahead, and if it doesn't, then you know, we might have to pause until we can kind of get things ready to, to move forward. So um, that's, you know, that every day is its own, kind of its own day, and we'll just, you know, go, go day by day. <clears throat> Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Tom Curran. Hey, Bill, I want to ask about Matt Judon, I know um, for some of these guys that you guys acquired in the offseason that maybe you didn't get a, a ton of time with on the field in the spring, um, you know, maybe a chance to learn a little bit more about them. But, but what have you learned about Matt specifically over the course of the last week or so um, since you had him at training camp practice here? Yeah, I think uh, Matthew's done a good job coming in, uh, picking things up. He's a, a smart player, he's an instinctive player. He's done probably everything that we've asked him to do uh, earlier in his career, uh, just kind of putting it into uh, the way it fits into our defense or the, the you know, translating terms and, and so forth. But uh, I don't think we're doing, I don't think we're doing too much that he hasn't done before. Um, so, but you know, we're early, it's, uh, you know, it's a handful of days, really it's most all that's been in the red area, end of the spring and then started training camp. So start working into some some other situations and um you know we we've hit a little bit on third down but that'll that'll pick up uh as we go as well so uh we'll see but you know glad we have him uh, good player has a lot of skill um smart guy instinctive understands things you know picks things up pretty easily and quickly so it's been good thanks phil you're welcome phil Next, next question, Tom Kern, followed by Ben Volan. Hey, Bill. Um, you mentioned stacking days and understanding that it's not quite real football yet. It did seem as if Nikhil Harry over the first four days of camp was a fairly consistent performer for you so far. What were your impressions of him over the first few days? And um, 
certainly everybody's aware of the requests that he had made. Do you foresee what he foresaw that he could absolutely be a part of this football team this year? You know, I think, uh, you know, Nikhil, like, like really all the other players that are out there, um, are working hard. They're improving. We're better than we were on uh, Wednesday, uh, which is a good thing. Um, you know, we just need to keep, you know, keep the arrow pointing up and uh, stay on the field and continue to, you know, progress from a scheme standpoint as we do more things and from a fundamental and technique standpoint uh, for each individual player at his position. That's... That's really the time of year we're at now. So, um, you know, I thought Nikhil's in good condition. Uh, he's working hard and we'll just, again, keep, keep taking it day by day. And, you know, as the competition unfolds, see how things stack up uh, everywhere, not just with him, but, you know, all the way across the board. So it's the same for everybody. And I presume that, you know, we mentioned to him the other day after <laughs> the discussion that his agent launched. Um, would he like to be here? And he, or could he envision himself being here? He said, absolutely. And, and I would imagine that that's might be the way you feel as well if he's performing at a particular level. Yeah, Nikhil and I have talked about it. I think, you know, we have a good, we had a good conversation. We have a good relationship. So I'm not going to get into all that. Appreciate it, though. Thank you. Uh, looks like two more questions. Ben Volan and Bob Simpson. Morning, Bill. Um, two quick ones, if that's okay. First, uh, Christian Barmore. What have you learned about him in the, the time you've had him so far? Uh, yeah, Christian's a you know, very talented player. Um, he's got a lot of physical skills, size, strength, uh, quickness, so forth. He's obviously been in a good program, been well coached. And um, you know, some of the things we're doing are similar to what he's done. There's some things that are a little bit different, uh, but he's He's made a lot of progress. Um, we'll see if that, you know, how that goes when the when the pads come on and um, you know when the real real bullets start flying. It's hard to evaluate the offensive and defensive linemen without any any kind of contact, which is essentially what the way it's been. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how, how it, it it goes for all of them when you know we get contact and blocking and the feet and blocks and pass rushing and pass protection and so forth. So uh, we'll see. Sure. Uh, and I wanted to ask you about training camp real quick. Obviously a big part of camp for you guys is the bonding and togetherness. And last year, I think it was pretty difficult from what I remember for you guys to do a lot of just team bonding and, and building exercises. How's that going this year? Are you able to do more? How's that bonding element going? Uh, well, there's no comparison between last year and this year. Um, this year we had, you know, a lot of opportunity in the spring to do that. Um, and so last year, this was kind of the first time some of us even met the players or the players met each other or anything. So we're, we're a lot different than that. But, you know, relative to other years uh, prior to 20, um, you know, it's part of the process. And, you know, the more time we spend around each other and, uh, do things, you know, on and off the field, formally and informally. Um, you know, that I'm sure that'll all, will all happen. It's not, not something that, you know, it's one day or one, one thing, but it's a, a cumulative effect. And uh, I think that's happening. It is happening. Final question, Bob Sosie. Uh, Bill, this is somewhat related to, to that one. And, this, and I guess Tom's as well. 
we often talk about the one-year to second-year jump for players. But I'm curious your, your impressions of the second to third-year players now, guys who are in their third seasons, who didn't have as much time on the field last year in the spring. Of course, they didn't have any time on the field in the spring last year. Didn't have the off-season program, whereas now they've had the off-season program and they were able to get on the field in the spring. Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, Bob, just the way you articulated it uh, really makes those second to third year players in, in a way first to second year players uh, because they, they didn't get the full first to second year experience. Certainly they learned from a season and going into another season. But, you know, as you pointed out, without the spring, without all the uh, foundation uh, laying that you do in the spring, both training, fundamentals, um, scheme installation, team, you know, building and communication and so forth. And all those things are, they're a part of it too. And so, yeah, there's a big jump from year one to year two. Uh, the next biggest jump probably is year two to year three. Uh, but when you look at a year like last year, that wasn't a normal, uh, you know, year two to year three, uh, maybe there's, there's an element of, of that first to second year jump as well that's uh, also added in there. So, yeah, I think that's that's a really, you know, it's a good observation, and that's, I think you can see that. Another question uh, with regards to communication, and in particular in the red area from a defensive point of view, I think you were asking about it uh, from an offensive view. The communication that's involved there, uh, what have you seen from some of the newcomers in the defense? And I was thinking in particular of Raekwon McMillan. There have been times it looks like he's out there trying to direct the defensive bid from that standpoint, being able to communicate and understanding. Yeah, well, that's, um, you know, it's, it's always important for the defense, but particularly important uh, in the red area when um, obviously there's less space, every yard's more important. Uh, and, and the offense does things, the game changes. It, it's certainly, there's not much of a vertical game down there. It now becomes a, you know, some version of a horizontal game. Um, and uh, making sure that, you know, you understand as a defense the transition and, you know, how, how things change down there and, and not just from a yardage standpoint, but from offensive scheme standpoint, uh, you know, that's, that's all part of the defensive awareness. And it, it starts of course, with the, with the inside linebackers and, and the safeties. So Raycon's done a, done a real good job. Uh, been very impressed with, uh, his intelligence, his work ethic. Um, he's locked in every day. Uh, he's very, um, you know, works extremely hard both on and off the field. Uh, does a great job of trying to get it, you know, just the way that it's supposed to be, the way that he's been taught. Um, you know, takes all that very seriously and, and handles a lot of responsibility in there, both with the front, the coverage, and a lot of times the linebacker adjustments by formation and so forth. So, um, but that area of the field and, and the overall defensive communication down there is, um, is heightened. Um, it's important everywhere, but it's it becomes uh, you know even more I would say stressful and difficult down there because again it, it happens so fast. Just half a step down there and it's a touchdown. You know, half a step somewhere else might be a you know eight yard gain or whatever. And you line up and and go to the next down, but in the red area, it's uh, it just just happens so much so much quicker. And and the offense tries to 
obviously put the defense in, in a stress situation, you know, very quickly. Um, when you're only talking about a couple of yards, it's, it's more challenging. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome, Bob. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Okay, great. Thank you. Thanks, Jesse.